Okay, okay. So here's what we're going to do. This is, we found the intro. All right. In a, a hypothetical world where we are not voicing our own characters, who are we going to cast to voice the characters on Dames and Dragons? Oh, I already know. Oh, I already you know go mine. first then. You go yeah, first oh. then. Yeah, who? Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, this is really, really obvious, but um, I would definitely pick uh, Charlie Day. To voice Slate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that actually, I can, I can that. see that. Yeah, I see that very, very much. I feel like yeah. that's the voice you're doing. Is, yep, is yeah. Charlie that's Day. my very, my very rough Charlie Day impression <laughs> is where I kind of started with Slake's voice. So, mm -hmm. uh, so that's my pick. That's your pick? Okay. Do you get, Caitlin, do you, do you know? Do you have an so idea? So I actually, I actually do know. Um, do you know, um, it's the exact voice that, uh, what's his name, Eddie Eddie Redmond does. <gasps> You're talking about the voice Eddie Redmayne does in Jupiter Ascending, yes, aren't you? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that my is, God. That is what uh, Corbin's, yeah, that's what Corbin would be. A wild choice. I respect you. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Rudy, thank you. Rudy, who would voice A-Roth? Uh, I refuse to answer this as a professional voice actor. <laughs> if oh, you right. cast anyone outside of me, I would break everything. <laughs> That'd be a okay? lawsuit. <laughs> if I found out that Zeroth was being played by anyone that isn't named Rudy Basso, there would be... What if we Some... found another person named Rudy Basso who was You mean the you? Italian Rudy Basso? <laughs> the amateur soccer player? Yeah, Semi-professional? And devil hygienist? Who uh, I'm yeah, Facebook friends my, uh... with? Yes. He exists. Wait. We're going to yeah, reach out to him. that Rudy Basso. We're going to get him on. We're going to get him on the podcast. Every now and then I post on his Facebook wall, VV Rudy Bassi, which is go Rudy Bassos <laughs> uh, with no context whatsoever. Good work. Oh, oh I so love that. Good. I'm so glad. I'm sure he loves oh, that yes. too. I'm sure too. Kat, who would you who would you choose to voice literally every oh, character yeah. that you play? Yeah, who yeah. Who would be well, the okay. narrator? The, who the would be dashing Dawson? Okay, oh, so that's, sure. that's the thing, is I was thinking, like, okay, who would just be the narrator voice? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I want to say, like, like, I want to say, like, a Charlize Theron. Ooh, like, yes, yes. You know, like, sort of some some gravitas in that mm -hmm. voice. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. that shit. Um, but who would voice Dashing Dawson? That, I think, would be Mark Hamill. I think that's oh. got to be Mark Hamill. Oh. Yeah, no, you're right, actually. Yeah, that which is of Mark Hamill Which voice. of Mark Hamill's voices, though, are we thinking? Like, I feel like it would be sort of like, maybe sort of along the lines of his Joker voice, you yeah. know? Yeah, like a less insane Joker, yeah. more like, yeah, like silly a Joker. Because Dashing yeah, Dawson yeah. comes off as, like, composed at first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm trying to think, who was... Oh, well, who would play Fran? Who would play Fran? I was trying to think, like, oh, who else is on yeah, this Fran podcast? Drescher. Fran Drescher. Oh. Yeah. Fran Drescher. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, then, I'm going to go gather all of those people up. Yep. And uh, then we will play some D&D. Played by Charlize Theron. My name's Caitlin, and I'm played by Eddie Redmayne in <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. And who is Eddie Redmayne playing? 
as, uh, as and voice, you, uh, Eddie Redmayne's playing Corbin. Uh, I'm Charlie Day, and uh, I'm playing Hannah in Dames and Dragons, uh, who is uh, playing Slake. Hi, my name is Rudy Basso. I'm playing Rudy Basso in Dames and Dragons, playing Zeroth, the half-elf. Half-elf uh, dex warrior slash sorcerer. Love it. Love to hear it. Uh, all right, so last time you guys... Uh, well, you departed from the uh, the town of Roval, Roval, Doval, I forget which one, uh, but you left there on the ship, the Wandering Sun, you met up with some old friends uh, who are running the ship, and uh, on your way across the seas, you spotted some dude climbing a big scary Torva Tower, and hey. it was your big pal Zayrod. Hey. Hooray! And uh, you, you went found Zayroth and we're like, what are you doing? And Zayroth said, I'm going to go rescue my friend Mila or Milava. And uh, you said, okay, look, we're going to help. And so you did. And uh, then you dropped a bomb, a bomba, onto a big scary guardian. Um, and then that big scary guardian, well, Zayroth pushed it off of the tower. Hey. <laughs> that was a fun time for everybody. But the other one did hurt. You guys, uh, rather badly, but you heard it worse and you killed it. And that's where we are now. You are still stuck in the floor. I, I say to, I say to Corbin, uh, Corbin, don't step on any of the purple tiles, okay? Listen, I'm way ahead of you. I already knew that shit. I just kept it to myself. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know. I know you didn't know. <laughs> any ideas on, uh, how we might get our legs back? Uh, I poke it with my sword. It is solid. Does it chip away at all easily or? Not from a rapier, Get no. Myself out. I think if we do like an observation check or something, there might be like, there might be some way of like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do yeah. You... Let me. Okay. Uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you make a perception check? I would love to. Yeah. Can we all do that? Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Perception checks all around. Do I hear an alarm going off or anything else happening? No. Okay. No. I rolled a seven. I'm stuck here forever, I say. I only rolled a 12. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a 17. Corbin, you are killing yeah. it today. I'm really well, I, also, I rolled a 12, but I have really good perception. Uh, Corbin, you see on the dismembered body of the guard, there is a square key. Corbin picks up the key and holds it like up in the air. Cool. Can we? Is there somewhere for? <laughs> can I put the key somewhere? Good question. Uh, to remind you, what is around you? You are in a circular hallway around the outside of the tower. There are busts of monsters lining the inside wall of the tower. Look at the monsters. Look at the monsters. Okay, I guess. Yeah, Corbin's gonna go investigate the busts. Why don't you roll me investigation? Bust inspector. <laughs> bust these busts. 17 again. 17? Um, all right. Yes, you uh, examine the busts around the hallway and you find one that is a carved costra head. And in the back of the costra's throat, there is a keyhole. Uh, Corbin jams that key right in there. All right. Please tell me it doesn't bite me and rip my arm off. <laughs> the costra's mouth closes no. slowly. <laughs> 
and you have plenty of time to remove your arm. Yay. Oh, God. I, I like, pull my arm out, and I fall back in terror. Uh, And as its jaws snap shut, a hidden door behind it opens, leading a staircase, leading up and down. However, when you look in, you see that the stairs down have been blocked by debris. So you can only go up. Uh, Does not help us. Are are Slake and Zayroth, like, still Yes, they are still trapped. (laughs) I turn around and I look at them, like, very excited. Like, I think I've freed them and then they're still trapped. And I'm like, Are any other tiles colored? Nope, they are all black or purple. I guess I could still use stone shape. I mean, maybe the the solution is up the stupid stairs. Well, I don't want you to go alone, now. He's fine. Oh, strong as hell. You can get out, probably. Yeah. I can scout it. Or can you send Burger Jerger? I get... Yeah, she's just been circling Burger this. Burger okay. Jerger. I guess uh, Burger Jerger, go look upstairs, but be careful. Aww. Burger Jerger swoops in and says, I'm never careful, and flies oh. up the oh, stairs. damn it. Now we know where Corbin gets it. Yeah, honestly. Um, Burger Jerger comes back down and uh, says mm, it's just a weird dark hallway with some creepy statues so I don't know I feel like those might be more statues that we just fought and I don't want to fight more than one at a time well no they're like real statues they are of a uh, creepy man holding creepy stuff so hmm. I don't know maybe they'll come to life well I think you should just I think you should go investigate those statues and if they're murder men just run back down <laughs> okay that's what I'll do I'll, I'm just gonna go up and take a look and like you guys can just stay here and chill out I'll be back <laughs> and then I run up the stairs Catherine all right uh, you find yourself in another circular hallway with solid marble black floors and solid black walls the last of the Day's dim light casts strange shadows through the small slitted windows in the outer wall. You get the crawling sensation of being watched as you enter the hallway. Will you make a perception check, please? Uh, that is seven. No, you don't notice anything. It's totally normal and it's fine. Cool. Can I investigate one of the statues? Yes. Uh, you. There is a statue on the north and south side of this circle. Uh, okay. Which one do you want to investigate? The one closest to me. Uh, you're. That... I mean, they're equidistant from you. Okay, I guess the north side. All right. Uh, the north side is a statue of Torva. This one shows him holding the head of Pavia. The bloody stump of her neck is dripping with suspended opals. Um, I give it, I flip the bird at it, and then I turn around, I want to investigate the other one. The other (laughs) statue is another one of Torva, and this one shows him holding an axe and a sword, which drip with rubies. I also flip this one off, and then I go back downstairs. Uh, Slake and Zayroth, what what do you guys talk about while Corbin is gone? While we're both in stone case, I'm like, so, how'd uh, how'd you start running with these weirdos? Oh, well, uh, let's see. Gosh, it feels like it's been a long time now, but I guess it kind of hasn't. Well, I was doing an internship, and uh, then I I, uh, I moved up the ranks, and uh, now I'm like an associate. Cool. <laughs> but you were you were with the Estrans for a while, and and Laika, uh, yeah, uh, how, how was that? 
That was good, I say. And then I look off into the distance. Did... Did something happen? Uh... Yeah. I messed it up like I mess everything up. And then I look off into the distance. Oh, jeez. I mean, I'm sure you don't... Uh... Well... Do you... Want to talk about it, or...? I think... No. Thank you. And at that point is when Corbin comes back down, and I tell Zeroth and Slake, I say, um, it's just, like, some weird, like, self-obsessed statues of Torva. I, it was creepy, though. Like, I felt like I was, like, being followed, but I didn't see anything, so... It's probably fine. It's totally there, cool. There weren't, like, any hidden mechanisms, or... Or nope, they weren't like magical statues. I could not that I could tell. Hmm. Yeah, can you just magic our? I mean, there might have been a magical. There ma- might have been a just... mechanism, but you might have pushed yeah, it off the tower. Did not <laughs> yeah, I clearly didn't see it. So I was just gonna magic you guys out. Uh, I cast stone shape on Zeroth and Slay on the on the stone around their feet, and uh, I just like melted away so they can oh, step away. Do you shape it into anything thank cool? You. Yeah, I shape it into um Pudding. I shape it into a small statue of Pavia holding Torva's severed head. Yes. I I I thank Corbin and and I say, "Oh, Corbin, that's beautiful." Thank you. I've been thinking about it a lot for the past like 2 minutes. <laughs> All right. Uh so you guys head back upstairs and uh perception check from Slake and Zayroth, please. 22. Holy 22. fuck. 22. Thank God. Very good. I got nine. Uh, Slake, you, like Corbin, you don't notice anything strange, but Zayroth, you see your shadows? Yours and Slake's move, start to move a beat behind you. I immediately hit my shadow with my sword. I hit my shadow with my sword. <laughs> and the shadow <laughs> jumps away and then flees. As does Slake's. Corbin's shadow is gone entirely. I'm going to point at my shadow and try to send a message of sending, or a message to it. (laughs) Oh. Uh, And I say, dude, what the hell? I thought we were cool. (laughs) (laughs) Your shadow uh, does a big, like a neener neener, and then uh, escapes into the darkness of the hallway. Does it respond back to me? Because it can. Okay. It does not. Well, that was weird, and I didn't like it. <laughs> do you point it out? Like, did, Oh, I mean, you all saw me all? try yeah, and we... hit the ground with a okay. sword. I guess you're right, yeah. I think at this point, Corbin notices that he doesn't have a shadow, and he starts, like, spinning around trying to find it like a dog. But he can't. <laughs> then do you sit down it's and take there. a nap like a dog after spinning around a couple times? Yeah, I sit, I, I kind of fall, I fall down a little bit, but, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't pass up. Do you, uh, do you take Burger Jerger with you, or do you leave her at the balcony? Burger Jerger. Um, I think Burger Jerger can come with. Burger Jerger right. already Burger... went here, remember? She's... Yeah. So her yeah, shadow is gone. But... Yeah, Burger Jerger's shadow? shadow is also gone. Oh, Great. Shit. Burger Jerger. <laughs> Burger Jerger, uh, she flaps along next to you, Corbin, and settles onto your shoulder uh, and says, I don't like this. This place is creepy. 
Um, yes. Yeah, Does Burger Jerger speak in crow or? Yes, you can't understand her. Sorry, I hear, ah, uh, Zara. Ah, ah, ah. More of that. Yeah, you hear ka ka ka, and then Slake and uh, Corbin responding like, "Yeah, that's I understand." Crow, giant crow. Uh, I say, <laughs> "Yeah, agreed, crow." Like I know what they're saying. Cat, <laughs> can I investigate um, the statue of? Torva um, with his his weaponry. Yes, you can investigate. Cool. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, with an eighteen, you uh, investigate this statue, and you see there's something strange about the rubies. They are they're not suspended via any like string or wire. They're just dripping and you see that they are actually very slowly emerging from these blades and then suspending in the air. That's weird that they're not like infinite then. Like you think the whole room would just be filled with them. I don't know. Do you want to touch them? Well, what? No, <laughs> I'll point it out to the others. So Arcana check for some reason. Yeah, I do an Arcana check. Have Arcana. I have rolled a natural 20. A natural a 20. Shit. Um, so this is some, some conjuration magic happening here. <sighs> and the rubies, as they uh, drip down to the floor, they stay solid and they, you hear a plink, plink, almost like dripping blood. Wait, do they hit the floor they though? Do. Or are they they like... do hit the floor. So okay. there's like a, are they piling up? Say, there's a big pile of rubies. There is not a big pile of rubies. Uh, and from your natural 20 arcana check, you can tell that this whatever spell is on these uh, was activated when you came up onto the floor. Okay, so it just yep. started doing it. Ooh. Um, can I come over? I want to cast um, Find Traps. <sighs> All right. So the uh, the trap you find is on both of these statues. If you try to take any of these gems, the gems would begin to multiply exponentially and fill the room. What a way to yeah, die! Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Rich. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we do then? Great question. I put a what bag underneath the room. Another... Get rich. Yeah. <laughs> put the bag of holding underneath the. You rubies. don't have a bag of holding. <laughs> I know we don't have it. But God, what a way. Um, wait, so question. Is there any other exit to this room? Not that you see. Well, I guess let's go investigate the other one and see if there's like yeah. something, I don't know, mm -hmm. else. One with Pavia's head. Yeah. yeah. Um, as you head over there, why don't you all make another perception check for me? I rolled a five. Oh, no. God, why? I got 18. Okay, thank God for Corbin. Thank God for Corbin. Yeah. Corbin, you see... All four of your shadows, burger jurors included, uh, slip up the wall behind Pavia's statue. Zayroth, your shadow takes a moment to do another neener neener oh, you before disappearing uh, up the wall and into the floor above. Corbin points. Is there a specific part that they disappear through? Like the middle yeah. or the edges? Like they disappear up the wall and like through the... The join the between side. the ceiling yeah, and okay. the wall. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to go just like investigate that yeah. general area. Okay. Maybe there's like a Roll trap door or something up there. 
Well, that was. Now we just gotta break the ceiling. Mm. So that is. Eight. Corbin, it just looks like a ceiling. You're like, this is definitely a ceiling. Ugh. I can perceive, but I cannot <laughs> deduce. <laughs> can I look at the stupid ceiling? Yeah, Cor- Corbin pointed it out to you guys. So yeah, you can all investigate. Yeah. Ugh. I only got like 12. Zayroth, do you save the day? With an investigate check? Probably yeah. not. Let me give her a go. Please. No. Nine. <laughs> Damn it. You guys perceive nothing. Uh, it's very Ugh. dark and shadowy. Uh, it's hard to, to see if there's anything on the ceiling. Can I use, can I have advantage because I have dark vision? Yeah, I guess you do have dark Your vision. Call. You can say no. Actually, ah, no, no, that yeah. makes sense. That makes I sense. It actually, it's like I think you have dark vision too. You're half orc, right? Oh, I do have yeah. dark vision. Yeah, yeah. You guys both do. Yeah, Corbin's just. I didn't, a human. Well, I didn't realize I that was the not. reason we couldn't see. Yeah, yeah it's dark. <laughs> okay. I also have. And we could also uh, like lantern. fucking. I have a. Yeah. I have like a. Yeah, fancy I, lantern. I, I bet. It's a hooded lantern because this was a stealth mission. Ooh. Yeah. Neat. Ooh. Um. But yeah, if you want it, you, uh, yeah, Slake and Zayroth can take advantage. On my second roll. Seven, so. okay. Oh, my second roll, I rolled sixteen. Sixteen, nice. that'll do it. Uh you peer Finally. you peer up with your with your special eyes. And <laughs> uh you see that the ceiling above looks very purposefully cracked and weak. It looks like it could be broken. Ah, uh, okay. So I'll I'll point I'll point it out to the others. I'll say, um, it looks like there's a big crack in the ceiling. We might be able to cave it and move up. Oh, nice. Let's Hell see. Yeah. Thunderwave. This sounds like the job a job for a thunderwave to me. Oh fuck yeah! As long you as we don't I collapse could... the ceiling in I, uh, on ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and then and I waggle my eyebrows at Corbin because yeah. I don't know thunderwave. <laughs> okay, I say everybody stand back five feet from me. I stand back like <laughs> ten feet. Good job. Good job. Burger uh, Jerger comes Zeroth? and perches on uh, Zayroth's head. Oh, I'm not yeah, yeah. wild about it. But also... Her talons do dig into okay, your hair and scalp. Watch the <laughs> she, dew, she just, I say, referring to she... my very cool hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, Corbin and Slake, you interpret as whatever. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's my girl. Um, okay, I cast Thunderwave uh, at the ceiling, I guess. The ceiling breaks apart. Yeah. Uh, and you yeah. now have a way up if you can climb up. I have a grappling hook. Because, well, uh, well, Slake and I can climb does... up because we still have spider climb. That's true. Yeah, yeah spider climb lasts an hour. Last? It lasts an hour. It an hour. Oh, hell yeah. And mm-hmm. then you can fly up, right? Friend Corbin? Bird friend? Uh, Corbin, you are now in dungeon, so you have a limited amount of wild shapes. Okay. I can this take my crow him. Yeah, if you're strong. You can just carry him. Or yeah, just carry just him. Throw me. I guess throw. Yeah, I don't care. But... I, yeah, can I throw <laughs> yeet. How, how high yeet is it? Yeet your boy! I want to yeet him. Please yeet me. He's a 10 I foot ceiling. Can I yeet? Why well, don't... Yeah, right. you can... I'm going to go... You don't even really need to, to yeet. yeet. You can just you can just give him a boost. Oh, it's... All right, but I want to throw. Okay, yeet. Yeet the boy. Throw me. Do I have to Do I have to roll the yeet? Yeah, roll the yeet. Can we stop saying yeet? Okay. <laughs> no. Whatever. We're hip so with the team. That's so yeet. This is a strength one, right? Yeah, it'll be a, a strength. 18 to yeet. <laughs> that does Oh, hell yes. <laughs> you you have been yeeted. I get, I get launched. <laughs> <laughs> 
and yeah. uh, you land in the room above and are joined quickly by your companions. Scuttling up. Do I see that son of a bitch shadow? You <laughs> see a lot of shadows. It is pitch dark on this floor. Oh, hell yeah. I take out the hooded lantern. Your lantern does not fall any further than five feet around you, nor does your dark vision pierce the gloom. Okay, I'm going to light a torch hear- and throw it into the darkness. This is a good idea, I say, and I nod at both of you. <laughs> You're saying this about your own yeah. idea? The torch okay. disappears into the darkness. You do not see its light. Okay, I hate it here. Um, okay, let me try casting light. All right. As a cantrip? Uh, the light does not pierce further than five feet. Okay, well, then let's just all stand together and begin walking. You very slowly, very carefully move your way around the room, and using your five feet of light around you, you see nothing. There is nothing in this room. It is just floor and ceiling, and then suddenly there is absolutely nothing as you find a open edge. Uh, There are no walls or railings, just evenly spaced pillars along the sides. Once you uh, get to the edge of it, the magical darkness ends, and you're looking out at the ocean. Um, Will you guys make a wisdom save? Okay, okay. Oh, that's only 13. Uh, I rolled a, I rolled a 15. That's 14. Okay, all of you fail. Really? Um, oh, you great. all take nine damage. Uh, Corbin, Corbin, you hear, in your ear, you hear whispering. And you, it's Fran's voice, and she's saying, Corbin, get me out. Corbin, you stupid idiot. I'm trapped here. Slake, <laughs> you hear... Slake, you hear Mary's quiet, voiceless sobs. Oh. And Zayroth, you hear Mila pleading. Zayroth, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please help me. I don't know what's happening to me, Zayroth. He just left me here. I'm so cold. Uh, do I recognize this as like my message spell? Is it similar? Can I respond back? Do I think that she'll hear me? Uh, you are not sure if she can hear still hear you. It is just a voice okay. in your head. I, in my head, voice say... Where? Where are you? I want to help you. And it's the pleading just continues as though you have not right. spoken. Just there. This is I'm fucking so me up. I'm sorry. I I'm going to go run up the pillar and try and get away from this. Uh, as you try and escape the darkness, the darkness begins to writhe. Shadowy bodies that are piled high around you reach with long spidery fingers and a voice that you can hear now chants abandoned 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 and uh please let me just we're gonna do a little strength contest Zeroth. i rolled a 12. oh you are so good i rolled an 11. (laughs) so Zeroth, this magical darkness claws at you and your clothes but you are able to escape its grasp i am going to get on the pillar then i'm going to knowing how this is not an easy thing to escape i'm going to reach my hand over to corbin and say come on get out of here i'll help you and hopefully assist him in escaping knowing how strong slake is i don't think slake probably needs the help i saw that yeet as you say uh, again and again uh, corbin. so i think you'll be fine the yeet. 
<laughs> All right, uh, Corbin, why don't you make your saving or your strength contest at advantage? I didn't need your fucking help. Well, that you won't be getting a... it again, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a 20, but 20 not but natural. natural. All right, you are able to make it out. Uh, you grab Sayroth's hand. You also do not have spider climb on you, so you just sort of have to cling to the outside of the pillar. And, uh, all right, Slake. All right. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Okay, it was a 20. Ah. <laughs> a natural 20. You guys, you're rolling so good. All right, well, all three of you are able to escape this magical darkness, which claws at you as you exit it. Uh, the darkness inside then surges out around you. Cold hands grasp at your hands and ankles. Enchanting continues in your ears. Abandoned, abandoned. The voices of your loved ones cry in your mind as your hands and feet are pried inch by inch from the walls. And then there is only darkness as you fall down and down. You feel cold, icy water as you splash into the ocean. Well, this was not part of my plan, which, to be fair, was go inside and kick ass and save. Uh, that was the extent of my plan. Okay. Well, I assume we landed in the water, yep. right? As you, uh, you resurface and find that you are not in the ocean outside the tower, which would have made sense. But this is the prison of a god. And space and time are Torvas to command here. When you resurface, you are in a cavern. Waterfalls pour from the walls, and the ceiling is held up by enormous statues of Torva. Three stand around the pool, looking down at you with expressions of carved contempt. Ooh. Okay. Is there an edge of the pool? Can we swim to the edge, or...? Yeah, you can swim to the edge of the pool. There is a, a lip of cave around. Um, well, I guess... Um, yeah, I'm also going to swim to the edge of the pool. Um, and I guess I'd like to do an investigation check on uh, on whichever statue I'm nearest to. Sure. Uh, roll investigation. <laughs> All right, that's shit. Uh, so that's like three. <laughs> You uh, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary, but you do take a good look at these statues. Two of them are ones you've already seen before. They are much larger versions of the statues which you saw previously in the tower. Uh, one of Torval holding the head of Pavia and one of him holding the axe and the sword. The third statue has Torva with an enormous serpent twined around his body. I want to kiss that snake. Mm. It's a big snake. I should. Uh, these statues are like thirty climb feet up tall. It and kiss the big snake. You climb up it. Um, <laughs> I suppose you can because you're Hell still yeah. spider climbing. Um, you climb up the statue, and uh, you kiss that snake. You do see that there are stairs carved into the back of the serpent. Going inside it, or. It's just like going up the statue. There are stairs into the uh, carved into the back of the I will serpent. walk around to the stairs and go to wherever the top is and look around that area specifically, like for a, 
a button or a lever or something. This must lead to somewhere. Uh, the staircase ends at the head of the serpent, okay. which is open and oh. uh, the fangs are pointing towards you. Um, you do hear the grinding of stone and Corbin and Slake, from your spot on the ground, you feel the ground of the cave begin to rumble. As one of the statues, the one holding the sword and the axe, turns its enormous stone head to look at you, Zeroth, and we are going to roll initiative. It's me, Kat. I'm here at this time of the morning, noon, or night when you are listening to this podcast. And I'm here with my good friend, Rudy Basso. Hello, Rudy. Hello, Kat. Thank you for having me on Thanks. in one of the three possible times that there are. There are morning, all... noon, and night. There are only Those three are the times. Only... Listen, before people had clocks, that was the only times that, that existed. That was it? Evening? No, thank you. Don't exist. No, it's morning, no, it's noon, or it's night. Exist. All right. Those are your options. Those are the only options, Rudy. Um, and we're existing in the morning as we're recording Currently. this. Currently. Yes. Um, but it could be noon or it could be night when you're listening to this. There are only those options. Um, hi, Rudy. How are you? Thank you for being I'm on good. our podcast. How are you? Thank you for inviting me on the podcast and also inviting me on the mid-roll, yes. which is a nice time to talk to you and say hello. Oh, hi, Rudy. Yeah, that, you're, hi. you're so welcome. Listeners, do not get used to Rudy being in the mid-roll. Well, Sorry. I, I just don't want them to like expect that you're going to be here every time. And I can't mm. guarantee that. And I'm afraid of letting people down. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, You know who never lets me down? It's our Patreon. Oh, it's just a master. I'm... A master of the transition. <laughs> the segue. I'm... Perfect. Put a helmet on me and call me a tourist because I'm here on a segue. Um... Oh my god, I'm knocking things over <laughs> on my desk from that joke because I'm so upset by it. Okay, please continue talking while I bash my head in with a hammer. <laughs> um, well, you know who makes me not want to bash my head in with a hammer? It's our patrons. Let's thank them that now. One, that one not as good. I gotta be honest, <laughs> that one was a bit of a stretch, but please continue. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much to everybody who has donated since the last time I spoke words into your ears. Uh, that would be Sarah, Toji, Mallory, and Mallory again. <gasps> Mallory, Mallory, I make up your minds. It's Mallory with two different email addresses. Thank you both. Oh, never mind. Mallory's. They're the same same last name on both Mallory's. I don't know if they're the same person. Um, if they are, Mallory, you might be donating twice to us, which thank you, but check your billing statements. Uh, Alt Plus, Aaron, Michelle, Cat B, Samantha. Pyrogania, June with an exclamation point, Bookworm Rose, and Juliet. Thank you all so very much for donating to us and telling us with your wallet that you support us. I appreciate it. Enjoy all your wonderful rewards. Yes, your many wonderful rewards. Including... We, yeah, we haven't talked about that in a while. Thanks, Rudy. Um, yeah. 
yeah, you can get lots of cool things on our Patreon. Um, at the $1 level, you get to hear all of our bonus uh, gags, all the things that we cut out from the episodes. When people tell us, boy, we wish you released the whole episode. Trust me, you don't. But these are the choicest bits that don't get put in. Um, so that's at the $1 level. At the $3 level, you get early release and Ooh. the uh, the bonus goofs, um, as well as access to our bonus episodes. We have a, a bonus campaign, which we've released some of the episodes publicly now, but if you want the future, the rest of that campaign, uh, subscribe at the $3 a month level to get those cool things. At $5 a month, we do live streams once a month. We should have one of those coming up. I need to post an announcement on it. But I wrote down a big note that says post live stream announcement, but I didn't write down the day that we're doing it. So I have to check with the others. Uh, we scheduled it and I didn't write it down. So I'll, I'll post that later if you're a po patron. Or maybe I already <laughs> have if you're listening to this in the future. Future morning, future, noon or night. And a future morning, noon or night. Uh, then at the $10 a month level, we send you things we give you physical objects uh we do quarterly ish mailings maybe not exactly quarterly but you get four of them of uh prints before they come to our store as well as a holiday gift so if you uh want those things come check out our patreon um google dames and dragons patreon maybe it's patreon.com slash Dames and Dragons. I, yep, that's it. It's that one. Thank yeah. you, Rudy. Thank you for confirming things so I don't yeah, have to look and, them up. Uh, just remember, you sub now, you or you patronize them now, you get access to all of the backlog, all the stuff that's already posted, and there are literally hundreds. There are 223 outtakes currently posted. There are 10 bonus episodes. There are 28 deleted scenes. There's maps and other stuff that... Oh yeah! You just immediately get access. You to, also yeah. get access to the uh, the Avalus Lore le website, which is yes. more or less my organizational tool for all the lore stuff that I've written, as well as some maps um, and things like that. Uh, there's a secret password to get into that site that you can only get yes, if you're on the on the Patreon. Password. Rudy has some feelings about the name of that website and the password, but that's fine. Those are secret feelings for patrons only. Secret feelings for patrons online. <laughs> um, so uh, if all that stuff sounds fun to you, come come join us on the Patreon. We have a good time there. There's lots of good stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, Zelda agrees. And my cat agrees. So the other people that we have to thank are our podcast reviewers um, coming in from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play. I don't remember I don't what it's called. Know. I don't. I don't have a. I don't know. I don't have they a Google thing. They changed it recently, so I don't remember. Keep either. everything keeps changing. Um. All right. So the person we have to thank is Melon T R R R R R G. Thank you for your great review. I think that's the only one we've gotten since last time. So please, uh, give my dear friend Hannah more to do in the thanking reviewers section and drop us a review. Uh, we really, really appreciate them. They help us grow so much. Uh, we can climb those charts. We can get more people listening. Um, so please, just Leah, let us know what you think. Um, and we love that you do. That thing. I lost the train of thought there. Anyway, Rudy, who's sponsoring us this week? Hey, I want to give a shout out and a thank you to the Elderwood Academy. The Elderwood Academy? They have yes, cool stuff. Yes, 
makers of fine dice boxes, dice trays, dice towers, and dice themselves. I want to talk about one specific item that I do own. It is a scroll rolling tray. Uh, Those are so cool. I see them on the website and I think they're so cool. Yes. So uh, now may not be the time to gather in person with your friends to play Dungeons and Dragons. But when that time returns. It will return. uh, Having something that you can bring with you that's incredibly small and fits like literally in your pocket is immensely helpful. This is like a square box that... Uh, it's open, so it has an area where you can roll your dice, and it folds up and rolls up oh. like a scroll. Oh! And, yeah, it's, like, magnetic, so when you reform the box, it's very easy. There's a bunch of really neat designs, both on the scroll face itself or on the, like, box panels. I don't know. Yeah, panels, I guess it would be called. It's endorsed by Zelda. sides of a box. Endorsed by Zelda. Endorsed by cats around the world. Uh, it's really cool and a very, very affordable considering that it is handmade and custom. You can customize it yourself. So that's my product of the week, product of the episode, the scroll rolling tray over at the Elderwood Academy. Check it out. I didn't know very that cool. it like actually rolled up. I thought it was just cool yes. looking. Oh, that's really, that's really cool. Yeah. It's got it. You, it rolls up and then you roll on it. Oh. So there's there's definitely some maybe confusion in the name there. Maybe you want to rebrand that. Elderwood Academy, if you're listening, just just free free advice from Rudy. Free, free consultation. Free consultation from Rudy. from Rudy. You know what? It's it's a pun. It's just a really deep pun. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're able to roll with it, uh, head on over to Elderwood Academy and pick one of those up. And now a word from another very cool show. Hi, Autumn here. Being a teenager can be hard, especially when you're the new girl in school. That's why it's important to study up on the changes your body will be going through. Especially if those changes happen when a round pink alien turns you into magical girls. Even magical girls like us have to deal with mean teachers. Yeah, like those suspicious new male teachers and their boss, Misogyny. Even though Misogyny is super hot, she and the other teachers are evil aliens in disguise who torment students to feed off their emotions. But we're going to defeat them all with love and friendship. And terrifyingly powerful magic and maybe a knife yeah i'm gonna need you to roll for that oh shit (laughs) (laughs) find out who triumphs on the latest season of bits before crits magical girls versus the male gaze we are the magical girls and the male gaze believe in elevating women's voices so they're not on this ad check out bits before crits available anywhere you listen to podcasts bits before crits bits before crits see you there there. so Next thing we have to do in this mid-roll is um, we have a wonderful message from Hillary to Jeremy. Uh, If you would like us to read your wonderful personal message, um, you can buy that on our store at damesanddragons.store. You can let us use us as your mouthpiece to say nice things to your friends um, or challenge your enemies. I will issue a challenge. I will absolutely issue a challenge if you pay me to do it. All right. So this is to Jeremy from Hillary. It says, happy birthday, Jeremy. I hope whenever you hear this, it brightens your day and maybe you get a laugh out of it. You're one of the best people I know. You're always considerate and kind. You have the best advice, excellent taste in memes, and your D&D stories are the best and are willing to listen to mine. I'm so glad we met. 
and we both love this podcast, and thanks for all the movie nights and vent sessions. I can't tell you how much your friendship means to me, and please give Hera all the butt scritches until I can visit again. Best wishes, Aww. Hillary. That's very. That's an eight-tier gift right there, Hillary. Uh, so, Rudy, what, what are you up to? What do you want to plug here in our beautiful ad roll? Oh, hey, you can follow me on Twitter, and I really would appreciate some follows on Twitter at Rudy Basso, R-U-D-Y-B-A-S-S-O, Twitter.com slash Rudy Basso. Also, hey, I'm GMing Game Mastering, an actual play streaming series that's also available on YouTube, where we're playing Torg Eternity, which is a kind of modern, wild, like, alternate realities happening on Earth, all sorts of crazy things. It's kind of hard to explain quickly. There's so a techno pope. Cyber pope. Cyber pope. Sorry. There's. Please get his title correct. He earned it. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, God granted it to him. Right. To, uh, robot god. <laughs> cyber pope. <laughs> it has a cyber pope. Yes. Um, you can find that at Twitch.tv/webdm or on YouTube on the channel WebDM Plays. the The title of the show is Reality Raiders Three: The Search for the Eternity Armor, because it is a over the top '80s kind of game. That's that's the kind of theme. I'm well, going Rudy, for. that all sounds really cool. Thanks, um, Kat. Please, everybody, go listen to Rudy's stuff and follow him on Twitter. He's a very funny guy, and he does some cool stuff that you don't want to miss. Um. So last thing, the very last thing is always um, that I didn't almost forget about, because I'll never forget about you, Chantel, and this message to you. Chantel, the code word is the Z part. The sleeper agent is active. Go. you are first okay. i'm going to so he does he does not seem to be a friend right he is not a friendly shape as i wave to him he does not mm, wink no, at me or is, something like hey you and he's no, like it he's, raises, in, he's into me and the snake and him you know kind of thing uh no it the it's statue clearly, raises okay. its enormous stone axe towards you but you will still move first it is a very slow I'm going thing. to cast thunder wave at second level so okay. he has to save against Khan DC 16. That is going to be 23. Okay. So he's going to take half damage. He's instead just going to take eight thunder damage. You see the, the wave of thunder, like it tilts its head back as it takes this force damage and then levels its gaze at you again. Uh, I'm going to also dart inside mm -hmm. the snake's mouth. Okay, all right. Uh, all right, uh, Corbin, what you doing? You're on the ground. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna... Wait, you have stone shape? I do have stone shape. I think it would be able to resist stone shape. Are you gonna do it? Yeah, why okay. the not? I'm gonna try it. <laughs> I'll still have one All right, so I don't think you need to roll the hit with that. It's I just have to roll to resist it. Yeah, okay. Which, this yeah. has advantage on saving throws against magic spells and other effects. Ah! That was a 23, so. Yeah, okay, whatever. Fuck, it does nothing. All right, Slake, you're up. Okay, 
So I feel like this thing, how tall did you say it was? 30 feet. So yeah, I feel like this thing probably has like an ungodly big amount of HP and it's probably got a pretty decent armor class. So my thought is that maybe instead of trying to attack it directly, I want to try to do something more strategic maybe. Some strategery. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, here's what I'd like to do. You can let me know if this is, if I can, what steps I can take towards doing this in one turn. But what I would like to do is I would like to, um, using rope that I have mm -hmm. um, from my, my Vinny rope related adventures, um, I would like to try and tie up like its ankles together. Okay. So like running around its legs and and tying those those lads up. Okay, sounds good. Um, why don't you roll an athletics check for me? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's decent. Okay, so that is unnatural. 20. All right, that is good. So you are able to tie this uh, the rope around it twice. This is going to be enough to reduce its movement. Um, so it is going to, I'm going to say its movement is halved. Sweet. So, um, however, as a consequence of this, like, you are now the only thing that's in its range. Um, so, enjoy that. Um, Alright. <laughs> yeah, we'll do this first. We're going to attack you. It's going to attack twice. That's fair. All right, that is going to be a 30 and a 17 to hit. Holy oh, and shit. one of them's well, a natural 20. Hits. So actually, that's going to be a hit and it's going to be a critical. All right, Slake, uh, the statue looks down at its tied up feet and then at you. And it takes its raised axe and changes its swing. So instead of swinging at Zayroth, it brings the stone axe down on you. And that is 23 damage. And yeah, and that is doubled. So actually that is 46 <laughs> damage as this oh, enormous man. stone axe crushes you. Okay. So so 46 damage. Got it. Okay, let me just do some math Is here. that uh, half or more of your hit points? Yes. Then you are knocked prone. Can I still hold on to my rope at least? Um, Yes, you can hold on to your yeah. rope. Thank you. All right, uh, so that is its turn. And now we're back up at Zayroth. Zayroth, you just watched your new friend get squished. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead now. Oh no, new friend. All right, time to be a badass. I'm gonna run and jump off of my snake friend. And I'm gonna try and jump onto this big statue. And I should cling to it with my spider climb. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I'll say yeah. yes. Do you want me to roll to, to leap onto it? Yeah, roll me an athletics, please. Can it be acrobatics? Sure, you can, can be acrobatics. Yeah, it's jumpy. Hell yeah. Yeah, right, cool. do, uh, but it, it can be acrobatics, but you have to do it in a cool way. Yeah, I will. Uh, okay, cool way. Okay, cool. Do so a flip. It has a big axe. Yeah. I'm going to run forward and I'm going to leap and I'm going to try to get onto the tip of the axe. I will run along the edge of the axe and run up the pole to its head where I will try to strike it. I have rolled a 28 on my acrobatics oh, check. You do it. You do it good. I do it on my hands, in fact. I run Shit. on my hands up. <laughs> now you're just uh, showing off. Yeah. Well. And then I'm going to I'm going to start 
hitting it with my rapier, knowing it's a magical weapon and seeing that magical was effective earlier against those statue things. I'm just going to start a swinging. Okay. Um, so I will attack it twice with my rapier. Okay, that's uh, an 11. Oh, no, that does not hit. Yeah. This one misses. Second attack. That's going to be uh, 17. Oh, that hits. Oh, nice. Bam. All right, so this is a wound again. So he'll take 1d4 necrotic okay. at the start of his turn. And he will also take seven magical piercing damage. Hey, you know, it's not nothing. It's not nothing. And I'm going to use my action surge because I am a fighter, dex fighter, I might add. And uh, I have to attack again. And this time I'm going to mix it up a little. I'm going to, um, at the same time, Swing my sword in my right hand and fire a ray of frost in my left hand. It's the old, it's the old one-two, as I call it, because I am not very creative yeah. with what I call things. Eighteen. That'll hit. Another seven damage with the rapier. Okay. And then the ray of frost. Oh, oh my God! It rolled off the natural twenty to a two, so that is a eight to hit. Yeah. Who made these? Who made these? Garbage. Uh, all right. Well, then now it is Corbin's turn again. Okay. Um, I think what I'm going to do, because uh, all of my magic is like stuff that it could get really high advantage resistance to. So I'm going to cast um, Fairy oh. Fire, which I've literally never cast it before. But uh, what it does for us is where are you basically it um outlines the stone man in a beautiful little glowing aura uh and also anything that can see the aura gets uh, advance uh what advantage 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 on attack rolls thank you rudy oh cool Very nice sounds good that's lovely uh slake what do you want to do Okay, I thought that, you know, I thought tying up its feet, then we could like try and knock it over uh-huh. and since it's I so love big. I that idea. But the mm-hmm. thing is like, I don't know what I can do as someone who doesn't have any magic to really knock it over. Uh, I can I can keep I can keep trying to wrap it up or I do have something called trip attack. Now, the problem with trip attack oh, is that it's for a target that is large or smaller. And I feel like this thing is not large. Oh. It's like colossal. Uh, actually, shit. it is large, technically. It is. Okay, Fuck, yes. well then I'm definitely gonna try and do trip attack and I get advantage on this roll because of fairy fire. Yep. Um, so, and I'm gonna try and do it twice if it doesn't work the first time because I have two attacks. All right, sounds great. So, God, I hope that I roll good. 15, this one doesn't work, nope. but I can try it try again. again. Okay, this time it's something decent. So 11 plus nine to hit. Yeah, that'll hit, that's, that's 20. Perfect, finally. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, this is my trip attack attempt. Okay. So that's 19 damage, and um, it must make a strength saving throw, and if it fails the save, then it's knocked prone. Uh, That is going to be a 15. All right, so uh, my maneuver save DC for this is 16. So the uh, 
target is knocked prone. Is knocked prone. However, uh, it does not take any damage from your... Because did you attack with like your picks or your mace or either of them? It doesn't matter. My picks. Uh, It does not take any damage. It is immune to non-magical attacks. To all physical? To non-magical attacks. To non-magical attacks. Does it take any damage from falling on its ass? It will take some damage from that. Why don't we do, we'll do half of whatever damage you rolled it takes from falling on its ass. So it was 19 damage. So half of 19 damage. Okay. Which would be Um, like nine. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Rudy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Rudy. It takes and I nine ride damage. him down. Woo! I swing my sword above my Woo. head. Very enjoyable. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the statue falls down to its knees as it is knocked prone. Uh, and now it is the statue's turn, and from its kneeling position, it looks at all of you. And it is going to cast slow. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Damn it. Okay, I only got nine. I got okay. over 20. Not natural. I got an 11. All right, Zayroth and Slake, you are both slowed. Uh, you cannot use reactions. Your speed is halved, and you cannot attack more than once on your turn. Uh, in addition, the target can take either an action or a bonus action on its turn, not That's both. That's us. We're the target. The effects last for one minute. You can uh, repeat the oh. saving throw at the end of your okay. turn to try and free yourself. Uh, so that is its turn. It has slowed you. Azeroth, you, you are up and you feel heavy as though you yourself are made of stone. Okay. I'm going to attack it. Uh, utilizing the fairy fire, which is with my rapier. Oh, he had to roll his wound damage as well and save against that. Mm. So it's 1d4. Hell yeah. And All it's right. DC 15 to so, save. Right. He takes two wound nice. damage. And let's see if he saves. Uh, uh, that is going to be a 17. Darn. All right. That doesn't matter. I'm about to hit him again. Hit him again. All right, Zayroth, you're so, up. So... I have advantage. First roll was a 16. Uh, 16 does not hit. Second roll, natural 20. Boop, 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 boop. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. So I do 19 <laughs> damage, and that wound that he has healed has returned. So he'll take another 1d4 on his, uh, on his turn. Yeah. Start of his turn. All right. All right, all right, Corbin. Okay. Oh, also, um, actually, I got to roll. I get to save versus slow. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Roll your sl- slow save. Sorry, Caleb. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is that con? What is that? Uh, that is wisdom. Fuck, I'm not adept at wisdom saving. I rolled a natural one, which gives oh, me a total no. of zero. All right, uh, now it is Corbin. Yes, I'm gonna cast Flame Blade. I'm gonna cast it at um, a level third, a third level spell slot because I haven't used any of those for some reason. Hey, go for it. Sue. And because this is an attack roll, I get to use my advantage from Fairy Fire. Giant stone statue. Which is good because that was a two. Please, God. Okay. It's over. It's right. over 20. It's well, that'll natural, hit then. It's over 20. Hell yeah. Okay. Nice. Strength. <laughs> so 15. 15. <laughs> hey, it's not nothing. All right. Uh, now it is Slake's turn. I'll yeah. say... Um, I don't think my weapons are really having any effect on this thing. Lucky for you, I am a weapon. And I throw you my rapier. Okay. 
all right, I, I, I slake with no trace of irony in my body am deeply impressed by this line. And I, 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 I catch the rapier. And um, now I can finally uh, attempt to do some murder. I'll remind you that you ha- are currently slowed, so you only have one attack. Oh, you're right, you're right. Well, you know, you take what you can get in this world. So uh, I am going to uh, attack this lad. Let's see how it goes. But we still have advantage, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very far lasts yeah. a while yeah. too, right? It's a baller spell. Oh my god. Okay, so my second roll was a nat yeah. 20. Yeah. Uh, Get some revenge, yes. like, Fuck yes. It's the uh, so that'll be 12 damage. 12 damage. All right. All right. And then uh, it is now at the top of the statue's turn. So we are going to... Roll 2d4 here, and it is going to take a cool 8 damage Whoa. from its Whoa. wounds, which on uh, on this stone creature, rather than blood or pus coming from these wounds, it's the stone of the statue is just dissolving where it's been scratched by this rapier. Um, all right, and it is going to, uh, it's going to lash out at Zeroth this time. Yeah, it's gonna make its two. Did it stand up it... ever, or is it just laying on the ground? No. Yeah, is it still prone? So uh, it's... It, it takes disadvantage on attacks if it's prone. Its legs are tied up. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So actually, I don't think it can. That's true. It'll just have okay. disadvantage. Nice. You guys need it. Good. <laughs> no, we, we don't. Do we deserve it. it. We've it been working very hard. <laughs> I, I'm up Peter with advantage. Give it all its health back. Yeah, that's right. I forgot Zayroth's body is a Hell weapon, yeah. so like we're yeah. fine. Throw down, Birdman. Um. So that is going to be 16 is its lowest. That is a miss. That's a miss. Okay. Uh, and that's on its first attack. And then its second attack is going to be a 20. Not natural. That, that hits. That hits. That hits. Um, but luckily this time it is not uh, a, a crit. So oh. it is just, I mean, 15... 21. It's just 21 damage. Oof. Hurts. So, it, uh, it swings from its prone position, Zeroth, it swings its stone sword at you and catches you uh, on the shoulder, knocking you back a couple steps. All right, um, now we are back at the top. Oh, wait, Slake, did you uh, roll to resist the slow? Oh, to oh, save no, against yeah. the yeah. yeah, roll to That's... save against the slow. That would be good. Yeah, it's shit. It's like a seven. Okay, never mind. All right, now we are back at Zayroth's turn. I will continue to point blank Ray of Frost in the face. All right, I have rolled an 18 versus its armor class. Or 17, excuse That'll me. That'll hit. The 17? That'll hit, okay. too. Hit. 17 also hits. Ba-bam. Meets the beats. All right, I have done nine for cold damage. Nine cold damage, Okay. Um, and roll to resist the slow. Uh, I rolled a 13. I'm not going to save versus this ever, probably. All right. Yep. No, you are still slowed. Uh, Corbin, you are up. Uh, sorry. Since Slake is not dead yet, I'm going to I'm not going to cast. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> Since Slake's not dead yet, I might as well take care of the problem. Yeah. Finish me I'm off. Gonna... <laughs> I'm just going to continue to use Flame Blade because, like, it's conjured. So, like, why not? Oh, that was bad. And that was worse. Oh. So let's see. That's um 
Although it was 15, so that doesn't mean it, no. does it? All right, cat. A simple no, no, no is plenty. We don't need a derisive fine, laughing at us no, cat. You have to be dungeon master. <laughs> No, you absolutely No, you don't hit it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then I do nothing, cat. I just, I wave my sword. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Slick, you're up. All right, all right, let's go. Okay, that's shit. Uh, Okay, I don't think this is going to hit, but I'll try. Oh, wait, you know what? Maybe what I'll do is I'll do, because I'm allowed to do precision attack. Yeah. So let's try that. So I've got six plus nine, which is fifteen, yep. and then I'm gonna I'm gonna do a precision attack, so I get to roll one d eight and add. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah, I rolled that. That'll an eight. hit. So, hell yes, uh, nine damage. All right. I want to. I, I I wave at Zeroth and I say, "This sword is amazing." I know. Uh, Slake, will you roll to resist the slow? Oh boy. Eh, that's, uh, that is 11. Um, that won't do it. No, you are still slowed. Yeah, I figured that. Okay, so we'll just take those 3d4 damage now. Hell yeah. All right, that is gonna be... 4 plus 2 plus 2 is 8. Okay, um, this thing is starting to look pretty bad as parts of it are dissolving all over from these wounding strikes. Uh, it is going to, uh, it's, you know, it's going to complete a set. It's going to go for Corbin now, but it is still at disadvantage. So I'm just going to roll all of my, oh, well, I'll count that. Rolling all my d20s at once just to speed things up. It does not hit. It, it super doesn't hit. (laughs) I rolled, I rolled two twos, a five and an eight. So wait, yeah, no, yeah, it, it has to take the, I have to take the lowest ones. Never mind. It super doesn't hit. Nice. All right, it swings wildly and misses with its enormous stone sword and axe. And uh, now we are back to Zayroth. Zayroth, it's looking, Doo-doo. things are looking grim for this statue. That's what I like to hear. All right, I once again, I put my hand directly against its forehead and a ray of frost shoots directly into it for 24 to hit. 24 hits. For a whopping five damage. Now that's what I call brain freeze. Oh, <laughs> I love it. So, Zayroth, please uh, roll to resist 14. the slow. 14 does not do it. Um, yeah. All right, Corbin. Okay, I'm going to come at it again with my flame blade. It's uh, 18. That'll hit. Fuck yeah. Ooh. 13 damage. All no right, way. all right, Slake, you're up. Is it the it turn? It is the turn. It's me. It's me. It's I have you. the turn. Okay, okay. Twenty-five. That will hit. Yes. Okay. Hell yeah. So that is six plus uh, four, so that's ten damage. Okay, uh, Slake, tell me how you kill it. Yeah. What? Oh, get <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I um I strike out with the the rapier that I've borrowed from Zeroth, and uh, the rapier cuts through one of its crumbling ankles, and the whole thing uh, it loses its balance and topples to the ground and and shatters. 
and it looks so cool as like slow-mo there's like stone raining down around you uh and then time returns to normal and some of that stone hits you on the head ow uh and as uh you the stone statue dissolves the uh its weapons remain behind well, what I want to I want to investigate what else is in the fucking. Well, room to remind now, you, there's a staircase happen. going up that serpent's back. I go back. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. My, we, yeah. Yeah. Let's you go. were you were interrupted in your investigation. I was. Um, yeah. That's right. Yes. So you find uh, at the uh, serpent's inside the serpent's mouth where you were uh, starting to investigate earlier. You find that there is a. It looks like a keyhole and it is roughly the same size as the stone sword okay i gotta pick the pick up the big motherfucking sword it's a yeah, keyblade I, I, I carry the sword i use i Did carry the keyblade up yeah. the the magical steps yes. and as i as i climb each step uh you can you can hear the mellifluous sounds of utada hikaru and i i put the sword <laughs> into the keyhole when you turn the sword in the keyhole the snake statue slithers down Torva's, uh, well, the Torva statue, revealing uh, another staircase upward and open air above you. You hear the wind and feel the sea breeze coming down this staircase. All right. Let's do it. Can I have my sword back? Oh, yeah. No problem. Thanks for letting me no borrow problem, it. No problem, pal. And I give you it back. You ascend the staircase and find yourself at the windswept top of the spire. At the center of this platform, you see a figure crumpled on the floor. Her pink hair is a tangled snarl, and her fine clothes are torn and stained. It's Milava. <gasps> I run forward. She is chained to the ground with dwarven iron, and tears stream from her eyes. Glittering, opalescent tears. They stream from her eyes and mouth and leak from her ears and nose. When she looks up and sees you, Zayroth, she lets out a gargled sob. What are you doing here? You idiot? The chains are locked. Yes. I say, I'm saving you, and then I'm going to cast Knock. She rubs her wrists as you take the chains off her and shakes her head. And you see... Now that she's facing you, her face is strange. Her features are sharper, more gaunt, and her fingers, as she rubs her wrists, they're too long, and she's too thin. And she's so pale, and her teeth glisten with the magical discharge that streams from her mouth. And she shakes her head and says, You shouldn't have come. I'm just going to die like this. They just left me to die here. I I don't know what's happening to me, Zayroth. Seeing what's going on, I'll, I'll elbow Corbin and I'll say, This uh, Mila person does... Well, has she been named? Uh, from the looks of it, no, she has not been named. And uh, when she hears you, she looks up and says, Why did you bring him here? He's the reason I'm even Corbin. here. Corbin gives her a peace sign. <laughs> Um, and then he says, you know, you could just name yourself, right? She looks at you and then looks away and says, I don't deserve a name. A, 
eventually I'll just turn into a monster and then I can actually be useful instead of just a failed bastard child. No, the failed bastard child is Torva. You're just like a you're just like a kid who he fucked up. What would I even name myself? I don't know, like badass bitch or something. Do you have any hobbies? <laughs> Zeroth, you know you know her best. What should she no name idea herself? What's going on right now? <laughs> uh, so Corbin goes up to Zeroth and he says, "So this this happened to Mary actually, um, and it's what happens when gods or demigods don't get named, like." You know, you have to be like the god of something, right? But so if the god, if they don't get named, this happens. And then they turn into like a crazy demon monster and die, oh. basically. What? Okay. Then yeah. you They're just have up. to name yourself? Like I'm god of bread? Yeah, or like little wormies. That one's still on the table, Mila, if you want it. <laughs> she looks down at her hands and the red sores on her wrists from where the chains have rubbed against her for so long. She says, I just want to be forgotten. I don't want to be part of this anymore. You could be the god of the forgotten. That sounds dope as fuck. (laughs) Uh, Mila, Milava, because Mila is the name of another god. She has to be Milava. And she says, I like that. Not the little wormies one. That's really dumb. Um, <laughs> and, but I just want to get away from this. Being the god of the forgotten, that might mean that you are legitimately forgotten. Like, what what if that means that you stand up for those forgotten? And I think of when we first met as orphans, and I think of how we were living on the streets and we were forgotten children. And I hope that she will stand up for those children who are lost and left alone and think, why don't you help them? Uh, Milava nods and she says, okay, then I'm... And she takes a deep breath and then she gets up to her feet and uh, she puts a hand on your shoulder to support herself, Zeroth. And she looks out at the dark ocean and says, I am Milava the Forgotten. And you feel a pressure build around the top of this tower. And then there's a boom. As that pressure is released and an opalescent wave of light emits from the top of the tower and Malava collapses down and then looks up and she's still strange looking her face, her hands her body that will never go away time and magic makes all gods monsters after too long and the damage will never undo But the tears have stopped flowing, and her eyes are clear and bright. And she nods. She says, Okay. Okay, Zeroth. I think it worked. God, you're so stupid! Why'd you even come here? You put yourself in so much danger! 
This was this like the easiest like thing in the trap. world. No, are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at you. Did you get crushed by some freaking rocks or Look something? Look what I You're can so do. I shoot razor frost into the air. I'm a magic man now. Look at me. <laughs> oh my God, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's not even like real magic. Look at this. Whoa. And she slams a hand down on the top of the tower and a staircase juts from the outside of the tower, spiraling down to the rocks below. Oh, dope. Wow. That's magic, Zayroth. That's just like party tricks. You're just Corbin doing stupid do party that. tricks. I saw Corbin do a thing like that before with my foot. Oh, I but I couldn't Shut do that much of that thing. Well, well uh, <laughs> Zayroth did lots of really cool stuff. I mean, Milava, I do have it on very good authority that Zayroth's body is a weapon. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're all so stupid. Why do you have to come rescue me? I put a message in her head and I say, You're stupid. I'm not stupid. <laughs> oh my me, I guess. Let's go. She she gets up and starts stomping down the staircase that she has produced. I'm like, I don't know. The guy that dropped me off with the boat, he then left. I figured. I wasn't really sure. How, yeah, I don't know. I, I figured I'd figure out a way out. Uh, the point I'm making is, do you know where we're going? I don't know how to get off the, the tower. I don't know how to get off the island. <laughs> I guess I can swim back, but I... Okay, oh do you God, have you a boat? You can't swim back. We have a okay, boat. Okay, good, yes. That's, we see, have that's a boat. I figured someone would come along and just, yeah, help. So, good. See, it all worked out. That was my plan from the beginning. But you didn't even have an exit strategy. What What would you have done if I wasn't here? Something would have come up. I don't... I, Mermaids or something, I'm sure someone would have helped killed me you. out. Oh, oh, I've met a mermaid, Zeroth. They are not, not super friends. friendly. <laughs> not really. Well, and uh, you, <laughs> you all descend the tower, get back in the dinghy. When you return to the Wandering Sun, you are greeted with shouts of alarm and also confusion as you have returned with two people, one of whom is something is clearly strange about but they don't spend too much time thinking about the strangeness milava suspicion just rolls off of her back now zayroth and milava are accepted onto the wandering sun without much fuss given a spot to sleep in the berth and a place to rest and the four of you are taken to the port of nakama on the continent of vola you all arrive at the docks. The sailors are working on unloading their cargo, and Milava is working on a plan for where the two of you will go next. Zayroth, would you like to say your goodbyes? I would. Corbin, your fashion sense, as always, striking. Crow form, I've never Thank seen you. a more fashionable crow with a, that sense of style. Wow. <laughs> Thank your you, friend, Zayroth. I point a burger jerker. Not a fan. Gotta be honest. Gotta teach that one <laughs> some fashion sense. Burger Jerger preens and says, at least I wasn't stupid enough to fight a big statue. I bet that was an insult. I don't speak crow. You're on notice, I say. Slake, I like your moves. And I think, uh, you know, you're going to be facing a lot more baddies that might be immune to your super cool hand axes. So maybe... You'd like, you could hang on to this, and I offer you my rapier of wounding, uh, hilt first. Oh, jeez. Oh, are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. I think that it'll be better in your hands than in mine, because hopefully, 
Well, one, I don't need a weapon. I look at Corbin and wink. Two, <laughs> hopefully I'm not doing much weaponing. Fighting? In the future. Fighting is the word I was thinking of. <laughs> well, I really appreciate it, uh, Zayroth. The next time I'm weaponing, I'll think of you. Nice. <laughs> Zayroth, sorry I said I didn't trust you. You're a trustworthy uh, that dude. That means a lot. I go to give you a Roman handshake. The most handshake of kings. Yes, exactly. Oh, yes. Corbin readily accepts. I come over there and I hug oh, you and ruin your nice. handshake. Accepted. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And Slake and Corbin, you watch as Zeroth rejoins Milava, who immediately starts bickering. And the two of them wander off into the sunset. Find traps? Hell yeah. Fuck you. I hate that spell so fucking much. I love it. I, I hate love it, it so much. Yeah. My so we're supposed to find the traps. <sighs> you just... We're not supposed to find the traps. We're not supposed to find the traps. There's, there's, no, there's, no, traps. there's no rogue the in the party, Cat. Come on. I, no, but I just like to kill you. Mm.